0: What's up, everybody? This is Julie with another episode of My Favorite Episode Of. Today, we have Jenny joining us. So, Jenny, thank you for coming on.
1: Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Yay,
0: <laughs> I'm glad that you're excited. We are also very excited to have you. Today, we're going to be talking about Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Season 7, Episode 7, Chardy MacDennis.
1: It is the I, in my opinion, I think it's the perfect episode to come into if you've never watched it.
0: Yes, it was absolutely hilarious. Before we jump into it, I just want uh, you to give everyone a little summary about the show, um, just for those that don't watch the show, so they kind of can get some idea of what the show's about.
1: It's really incredible the life of this show. It's been around for 15 years now. Uh, It is the longest running, I believe, live action show at this point. Um, I think it beat Ozzy and Harriet. (laughs) Like, it was (laughs) like something ridiculous like that. And uh, I came into it in its second season. I was in college. So it has been a very important part of my adulthood in terms of TV shows. And it's just the reason it keeps working is that it's kind of like Seinfeld. Um in fact I remember a review of it in its first season being It's Seinfeld on crack. <laughs> and it is about nothing. It's about these really terrible people. Is this a podcast I can swear on cuz it'll be very difficult talking about this if I cannot? Uh yes, you can. Okay, great. So it's just extremely <laughs> shitty people, the worst of the worst. Um and they own a bar in South Philly. Um which is so funny because it used to be a shitty area of Philly. And (laughs) since this beginning of the show, it's actually become like a really nice, awesome area of the city. But uh, let's just keep with it being shitty just for the sake of the show. And uh, no, it's just incredible chemistry among these people. And uh, they really just take all the risks you can possibly imagine that you can with a show about nothing. It's just a bunch of shitty people being shitty and how they affect everything around them. And it's pure, pure hilarity.
0: Totally. I hope it never ends. It's so funny. And they are the shittiest of people, but I think they're amazing. So I think that makes me equally a shitty person.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's cathartic, right? I mean, it is cathartic watching these people knowing that you'll never do what these people are doing.
0: Exactly, exactly. But you support every single thing that they're doing. (laughs)
1: 100%. And me personally, there's a character named Charlie, who I uh, see as my little baby bird. He is the only innocent among them, but he was corrupted by them. So I really don't think he's a shitty person. I just think he's with shitty people and as a adult as a result does shitty things.
0: Yep. Yep. That's like Matt with me and my brother Brian. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's extremely innocent, but between two shitty people, he just becomes equally a shitty. So, We're just human, right? Yes, yes, we all make mistakes. Um <laughs> so, <laughs> why is this your favorite episode?
1: So, okay. I was trying to be Very considerate because, like, if I'm being honest, this isn't my all time favorite. This is my all time favorite television show. So it was very hard to pick. And I picked this because, due to the fact that the character of Frank is a fish out of water who has never played a game that they're playing in this episode, he needs every step explained to him. So, to me, if I was to introduce this show that means so much to me to someone new, which I have done quite a few times, I would use this. As their introduction, because you really get a sense of who these people are and the chaos that they live in. And it's one of those things where I would love to play this game, but I never, ever, ever want to go to a place that is hosting this game. Yeah. Those are not people I want to be around. Those are not people that anyone should be around. And I would need the cops on standby.
0: Absolutely. I know one, so, of, the, one of the questions I was going to ask you is, would you play this game? Because I would a thousand percent play this game.
1: So that's the thing. It's like there's too many twists and turns. There's too many ways that it can turn physically violent that I can't in good conscience <laughs> agree to play this game.
0: Oh, I totally could.
1: I would end up in jail. I would end up like Frank and I'd have to eat the ingredients of a cake. We'll get into it. (laughs) But I would end up like Frank and I would be very, very sick by the end of
0: the night. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) What Frank has to do is pretty foul. Um, But
1: it just— but I do love the idea of smashing glasses and screaming like a New Zealand warrior. Yeah,
0: totally. You just like get to let loose. And I just think of when me and my friends get together, we love playing the game Kings, which like is a game that we've played since high school. And we just like love it so much. And I don't know if you're familiar with Kings. um, But there's just like a beer, any sort of like alcoholic beverage in the middle of the table surrounded by a deck of cards like spread around it. And you pick a card and each card like means something. Um, And if you pick a king, you have to create a rule, which kind of reminded me of like how this game works that they have it's just like a bunch of like crazy ass rules um, and in certain letters they can't curse that or certain levels So serious, yes and so anytime we play kings and I pick a king I always say if you say a curse word you have to put your chin on the table until someone else curses because it's like the absolute worst like it, that is so uncomfortable and all of my friends are just potty mouths so like it's just like one person will be like haha like you fucking suck and then like they have to put their chin down and then it's like 30 seconds later like "Like damn this is bullshit and then it's like <laughs> Like we just I like think it's like the greatest <laughs> thing because it's like the worst putting your chin on a table until someone else curses is just the worst. Mm-hmm. And that's doing it right now.
1: That's funny. I would actually be interested to find out if that was the story behind this episode, if like that they were playing Kings and were like, you know, wouldn't it be funny if the Sunny gang had their own version of this? Because it it is very similar to that.
0: Yes, it absolutely is. And that's why I was like, damn, I would totally play this because it's literally like kings on crack.
1: Who which character do you think you would reflect? Because they each take the game seriously in a different way.
0: Probably Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) Because I think
1: I'd be like Mac. I'd end up trying to flip the game table.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The reason I say Charlie is so uh, just so everyone knows, like they have a deck of cards basically, but not like not like playing cards. They have like um, note cards where they made up everything. So they made up like what they have to do um like one of the questions is what's the best band in the world and it's chumba is the answer which is hilarious yes.
1: <laughs> it's trivia
0: <laughs> yeah. so like it's not actual it's not actual like facts it's just shit that they made up yeah and it's more to
1: prove how they know each other exactly it's like a memory game and basically.
0: the one that <laughs> the one that charlie's makes up i forget like what it is it's like it's it's like written all like crababbled and like and Max like oh Charlie like you're gonna get this you totally wrote it and he's just like I don't think I wrote this one and like don't that would be me out. like I'd be like yeah it doesn't like, sound the backstory is
1: that Charlie's illiterate yeah. so it's very clear when he's written something and he <laughs> writes uh, Dennis is an asshole why Charlie hate yeah <laughs> And my favorite part of that moment. So this is like a trivia thing. There's levels. We should probably explain the rules, but really you should just watch the episode. Yes. Um, but there's these levels, and in the first level they're doing these trivia cards, and they and Mac and Charlie are a team, and they pick up the trivia card, and the question is, Dennis is asshole. Why Charlie hate? <laughs> and so it's so obvious that Charlie wrote that, but Charlie <laughs> is insisting he doesn't. Re- he didn't write it. And then my favorite part of that is watching Dennis. Dennis yes. Dennis cannot. He is trying so hard to contain it, but his entire face is cherry red, and his neck muscles are just bursting. He literally looks like he's about to have an aneurysm, and then when Charlie gets it wrong, he just screams, because Dennis is a bastard man! And it's. There's no way I could do it justice. Glenn Howerton is the most wonderful sociopath to ever be put on television. Dexter can go suck it because he (laughs) is the man and he'll never be caught. So
0: yeah, I just like that's why I think because I could easily um, you don't know my fiance, Kenny, but my brother does. And like Kenny is very competitive. um, And if we were ever on a team like this and like I was like, (sighs) I definitely didn't write that one. Like, Kenny, be like, what? Oh fuck yes you fucking did yes you fucking did like, and and like how charlie's like pass and max like no just say something just say something and he's just pass. like pass <laughs> and i'm just like oh that would totally be me
1: and it is really great to see how they get creative with their not swearing because they're not allowed to swear when they're is it during the entire game It's no the it's game. so no
0: it's level two Oh
1: it's just level two. It's okay.
0: level two. I think it's level two and up actually. So do you want to explain because you uh, this is the first time I've seen this episode. I've seen random episodes of Always Sunny but I wasn't like I always liked it but I never got fully into it where like I watched it all the time. Um, Which is
1: fine. It's it's one of those shows where you can absolutely. You can watch out. it at
0: any time and just it's still funny as shit. Um, but can you just go over like from what you can remember the rules are for this game because I think the more we reference it people aren't going to know what we are talking about.
1: (laughs) Right. We can't let this turn into a quote off. So um, (laughs) for sure, it's so easy to run into that. But basically you got these two teams, they've been playing their entire time knowing each other and they've known each other since they were very young. Like I would say kindergarten age, they've all known each other. Mm -hmm. And um, so I believe level one is the trivia section and it's just beer because drinking is the reason for the whole game. And then level two is that, the physical challenge part? Yes. Physical challenge. And level two, you're not allowed to swear. And, oh my gosh, no, I'm going to need help. And it's just wine, right? I think it starts with wine. Level two is beer.
0: And then n- level three is hard liquor.
1: Hard, yeah, yeah. And that's when it gets, like, horrifying. Yeah. Um, that's when <sighs> people die. <laughs> it's level three is death. I got to say, like, I have a hard time remembering the rules. But it's like
0: yeah and we don't have to go over every single one um but it's just it basically in the no sense swearing of if you, and then
1: being being cordial to each other between rounds
0: yes um uh, you, you can't ask questions
1: you can't ask questions yeah you really can't ask questions or else you go to jail which means you have to get in a dog kennel yes
0: yes which just side note so uh frank which is played by um what the fuck's his name danny, danny devito, DeVito. I must say, John Travolta.
1: <laughs> I knew, I, I knew that wasn't
0: right, but like the name John Travolta, John Travolta wishes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, so everyone knows. I would hope who Danny DeVito is. So just knowing how like small he is, and the cage like to me looks like it's pretty decent size. But then like it shows him in it, and he's like bunched up towards the front, and yeah. I'm like, I feel like he would fit comfortably in there.
1: <laughs> but it looks yeah like he's very i'm pretty uncomfortable. sure it's a kennel for like a golden retriever not a golden retriever but a german shepherd yeah like a, like big, a big, dog. big big dog yeah. but still he fits pretty comfortably in there yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um but yeah so like there's just like random rules and anytime um they're asked a question and the and the team gets it right they get a card similar to like um uh what's that like apples to apples, like one of those card games where like, if you get it right, you get, you get to keep the card. So that's like how they track their points. Um, And then if a question is asked to a team and they don't get the answer, right, it goes to the other team. And if the other team gets it right, then the other team that didn't get it. I'm saying a lot of other teams uh, has to chug their drink. Um, Level two gets interesting because when the other whatever team didn't get the answer right, when they have to chug, the team that got the answer right gets to count for them at their own pace. So it just flashes forward to um, so the teams. I don't even know if we went over the teams, but the teams were um, Charlie, Mac, and uh, Frank. Frank. Yeah, and then D and Dennis were on a team. So and Dee- this is
1: where you see a rare example of D and Dennis like. Being in cahoots with each other and actually supporting each other and actually having like a twin cest thing going yes, on yes you don't often get to see that they usually hate each other but this is something that they truly truly get pleasure from yes <laughs> like yes. i want to say sexual gratification <laughs> <laughs> like and like they make these weird eyes at each other that's just like what was there? i don't want to know what happened in their childhood <laughs> like, like they're very close
0: Yes, they are very close in this episode. Um and And their
1: and their their group photo, their team photo. What is their team photo? It is their picture superimposed onto a romantic Fabio cover. (laughs) Romance novel.
0: Yeah, and can we talk about um Mac and uh Charlie's team photo where it's them as leprechauns?
1: Yeah, it's them as little leprechauns and under a rainbow. Yeah,
0: with a pot (laughs) of gold in the corner.
1: No, it's very it's very appropriate for their <laughs> sensibility <laughs>
0: exactly but overall so um d and dennis are undefeated they've never lost this game uh mac and charlie lose every single time they play so th- as you could guess in the beginning of the episode they truly have no interest in playing this game Um, but they get convinced to play especially because frank has never played um, and they get stuck with frank on their team Uh, and overall it's just like they have to do the most fucked up shit and it's really funny Um, they're in level one and um, D and Dennis are in level two so Mac and Charlie get an answer wrong they have to chug and they have to chug for five seconds and they're like flipping out and Frank's like like if it's five seconds it's fine and he was like yeah their own pace and then it flashes forward and like they're like for and like you can see that like there's just like alcohol pouring all over the ones that are chugging and like their ba- the bottles of wine are empty.
1: <laughs> right, because something that's very interesting when you're just like jumping into this is that this is the season of Fat Mac. Yes. Um, very fat Mac. Very fat Mac. So One would call
0: uh, a big Mac. Hey
1: yo <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so um the characters of Uh, Mac and Sweet D, which is the only girl in the group, um, are played by a real-life married couple. And just before this season aired, uh, D had just had a baby, their first child. And Mac gained just a little bit of sympathy weight, like with their time alone. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to be fat this season. So he purposefully gained 50 pounds. And that was just for a year. And then he lost it for the next season and... Like, now he's, like, scary ripped. Like, too too ripped, in my opinion. But this was his season. Like, he literally just did it as, a like, a, a hobby. He was fat for one season. And it was very funny. So, it, that, that that's very interesting to see him just, like, extremely unhealthy chugging this alcohol. Because yes. <laughs> he's breathing, like, so heavily. And it is really
0: upsetting to watch. Yeah. I, and that can't be healthy. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> just no, he was, 50 he went, pounds in a year and then. yeah he
1: he went full-on Christian Bale with it 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 was not healthy and I don't think Caitlin Olson was very happy about it but you know he did it oh my there was gosh. a whole diabetes Matt, thing it was hilarious
0: Matt just you have to post that on when we when we post on Instagram Matt just showed me like a comparison of when he was fat versus when him now and it is absolutely fascinating
1: it's insane it's the the thing the thing that explains it in the show is that he just became obsessed with chimichangas he didn't know they existed <laughs> oh man that's so funny and just, again fascinating
0: I, the, <laughs> is, I just imagine him like going like to his doctor for like the yearly <laughs> the yearly time she for go his doctor. physical yeah. yeah and like that one year when he's
1: fat the doctor just being like you're obese buddy <laughs> yeah he gained that in like three months yeah that's what I'm saying it's that insane. Not healthy. It's insane. Mm. He said he had a great time doing it,
0: though. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm sure. He you can do whatever the fuck you want. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, so I do have to say, of all the crazy shit they did, of like the games that they played, um, my favorite was the Hungry Hungry Hippos with the grapes.
1: That's so funny because I have this playing in the background just to like remind myself of things. That's exactly where they are right now. Yeah, That is so funny. My favorite part of that is where they're like, Charlie's really good at that because he's just like a hungry, hungry hippo. And he's just like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, yeah. and he does look exactly like the game. And it's adorable. And I love Charlie so much. I love him. Yes,
0: I agree. He is he is pretty good. And I just, one of those things where like, even if I never play this game, because how would I get my hands on the rule book? And it's obviously not really healthy for me to play this game in real life but if i wanted to create my own version hungry hungry hippos with grapes would a thousand percent be one of like the levels
1: yes really literally you just have a pitcher full of grapes roll them onto a counter and you just pick up as many as you can with your mouth i mean it's amazing it's great you can do that well you shouldn't do that with children i'm gonna take that back yeah don't do it with children Yeah. I was going to say, oh, we'll do that at my daughter's next birthday party. No, yeah. no, we won't. Just stick to bobbing for apples. <laughs> stick to bobbing for apples for sure. Or eating those donuts off the dangling string. I actually that. just
0: saw that. That is also amazing. I mean, these games that were that are coming out with food, was they weren't a thing when I was at birthday parties. <laughs> the donut thing is awesome.
1: I will say so. You could easily, like like you just said, you could easily cherry pick things that they do in this and, and turn it, in it, it, into it into your own version. Totally, because there is even, and I will just tell you now, there is a sequel to this that happened four years later, and uh, I definitely recommend watching that next. Okay, it's it to me doesn't have the same magic, but it it gives you more ideas and more things that you can do, and it's really funny, but. They definitely knew that frat houses were going to take this and and make their own version of it. So I actually did try to find some on YouTube and it's just pure chaos. And it's, it's really not an environment I would ever want to be in part of.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I could see it going like very quickly off the rails, especially because just being stuck in level one, like wine is strong. Like you only need a couple glasses of wine to be like feeling good. So that just that right, but you could be
1: like dennis and d what do dennis and d do to get a leg up in the game
0: do you want me to say it you gotta say it they drank water
1: yeah they cheat <laughs> they they put food coloring in water and they're pretend to be drunk like the whole game
0: yeah and then
1: they get caught and if you get caught cheating what happens oh the other team gets to automatically go up a level
0: yes yes and they got to go up to level three um never
1: been level three it was it was beautiful it was a beautiful yeah it was a
0: very it was a very exciting moment for them um and it's funny because so you don't find out that they're cheating until like right at the end of the episode um and I was like thinking like right before that Dee's like slurring her words and like she kills it by the way like I was sitting on the couch and I'm like damn she's wasted (laughs) (laughs) because like whatever she said i forget like what rampage she's going on but like she's like slurring her words perfectly like she seems like she is out of her mind and then you find out that they were drinking water the entire time it's just
1: yeah but that means that they have to do the darting challenge completely sober and that is fucked up
0: up. Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell everyone what the darting challenge is?
1: So they have to play darts. And the thing that makes darts special in this case is that Dennis has his hand over the bullseye. So they're trying to hit his hand. And this is where you see the weird twin-cest moment because I swear to God... Dee is staring at Dennis as if she is Cersei staring at Jamie in, <laughs> in the fight for his life. What a great comparison. It really looks like that because he's just standing there completely stone-faced and they get a bullseye. I mean, right through the palm of his hand and he does not flinch. And they share this nod of just, like, we've been inside of each other. Yeah. This is what we've been waiting for. And there are no rewards for this. It's literally just bragging rights and the ability to stomp on each other's action figures. And it's just this disturbing yet beautiful moment that you just respect these people all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Where Where are you from? Uh, Connecticut. Okay. So, you wouldn't really get this reference, but I think listeners will. Always Sunny is like the Delco version of Friends.
1: Oh, wait. Has Matt not told you? No. Oh, you're I grew Delco. up in Delaware okay. County. Okay. I, well, I didn't grow up there, but my college years were in um, Newtown Square. Okay. Okay. So, you get it.
0: So you get oh, yeah. It. Yeah. I get so it. So, it's totally like the Delco version of the show Friends. Um, <laughs> For sure. And... Uh, it's amazing and hilarious.
1: Yes, and Delaware County is a lovely, lovely area. Just for the record,
0: yeah, it is. Totally it is. is. It's just... better than Northern
1: Pennsylvania. So
0: <laughs> you just see it in the news a lot, and that's fine. <laughs> okay, go watch Foxcatcher sometime. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so, all right, question for you. Yes. If you could be in this friend group but you had to boot someone out to get in, who would you pick to, who would you choose to get kicked out?
1: Oh boy. I mean, I really think there's really only room for one woman in this group. (laughs) So D's getting, D going to get the boot. She would go off and, uh, she'd probably do a green card marriage and just live that life for a year. And uh, I would just take her place, and then because then I could hang out with the waitress and and Artemis. I, I would replace D. I I don't know how they would live without their bird, but I would I would try to fill that void.
0: Yeah, well, because it would probably be then like a competition, right, between like which chick is better. So if it, was she UND. would literally
1: try to murder me. Yeah. She poisoned me. Yeah, but you could
0: easily just say you're like Max Twin. <laughs> that's true or charlie's thing is like charlie's, I, mom. I think my...
1: charlie's mom oh my god i'm charlie's mom <laughs> i'm a whore <laughs> i probably actually should have picked the um christmas special but i think i've actually seen parts of that that's the is that the one
0: where frank's hiding in the couch yeah, I've she seen is like, hiding in yeah, I've seen like parts of like, I don't think I've seen the whole thing, but I've seen like parts of that episode. I, I definitely recommend
1: like... it because they do a claymation thing that looks like Rudolph and it's incredible. Oh, it's and truly, I love Christmas specials beautiful. of
0: show, like, I love holiday specials of any type of show. So. I
1: usually do it back to back with the Stephen Colbert one because okay. like one's wholesome and the other is the opposite. Yeah,
0: completely, just two completely different, different <laughs> vibes, um. One of the other questions I had for you was who your, who your favorite character was, but I'm assuming that's Charlie.
1: Charlie's literally my favorite television character of all time. Yeah. Like, um, I just I, – it's, it's funny because it's not like I'm attracted to anything – to him or anything. I think I literally see him as something I need to protect. And your baby bird. I, he's my little baby bird. And just the – Every storyline of his is the most fun for me and then there's one episode um that I would I would have loved to talk about but I know nothing. I don't know enough about cinematography to talk about and it's called Charlie Work and it's where you follow a day in the life of Charlie and it's a it's a one shot. They were trying to do true detective. I also think it's kind of like Birdman mm-hmm. and it is absolutely gorgeous and it's so well done and his character is perceived to be the dumbest, and he absolutely is clinically. But also, he's just, he's the most complex character. At least he was until Mac. They have revealed in the last few years that Mac is very complicated because he's gay. And actually, last season, they ended the season with, I am not trying to be funny here, one of the most moving and beautiful episodes about coming out that I've ever seen on television. And he did it through a ballet. This sounds insane, but that is what Sonny and Philly has been able to achieve. Because it's a show about nothing, they can literally do whatever they want. And this season, the last season, they chose to highlight the agony of coming out to a family that will not accept you through ballet and it made me weep. It made me weep. And it's, I remember seeing on gay Reddit, basically uh, a conversation for weeks about how important it was and, and what it did for, for representation, because this is an extremely on the surface misogynistic show. It's, uh, I've changed a lot in the years. I was 18 when I started watching this show and I was not into feminism and I was not into the news. I wasn't into any of that stuff, but I've grown a lot. And I can honestly say that a lot of stuff they did in the past would be considered problematic today, but they've grown with their audience and that's what makes it continue to be successful.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. I I looked, when you first started talking about that, like I looked at Matt with a really confused face because I'm like, wait a second, he's married to Dee, but I forgot that in the show, he's not married to Dee at all. No, they so hate each like, other.
1: What? Yeah. Yeah. They've, oh, so that's, interesting. that's another thing that makes it work is that none of them date each other. The only thing that's close is that Charlie and Frank share a bed and they might be father and son, they but <laughs>
0: Okay, I I like I kind of I, I now I'm wishing that I stuck with the show.
1: You can just jump
0: in, just jump in there. Yeah, I should. Honestly,
1: you don't need to know anything. It'll explain. You'll you'll get the point. Like you could say that about any episode. There's a great episode. Ah, uh, maybe I won't say great. There is a fun episode where they. They all get electrocuted, and they wake up, and they're black. They're black people, and it becomes a musical like The Whiz. Oh my it's god! Very funny until it's not. It's the it has a very upsetting ending that really speaks to the current social climate. They're amazing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely, and, and it just seems like it's like one of those shows where it's not um, like similar to how like The Office is. Like it's it's a comedy, but there's also they pull at your heart sometimes where you're just, you get like super emotional about like, it just takes like a weird turn where you're used to it. Just like always being like funny and you're laughing. And then like, it just takes like a weird turn where like, you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm crying at an episode of the office or like, I'm crying exactly. at the epi- an exactly. episode of always Sunny
1: And with that Mac ballet, there was a beautiful piece of acting from Danny DeVito in particular. And you forget because he's been doing this show for 12 years, 13 years, you forget what a great actor he is. And that episode, just like I probably should have there's so many episodes I should have picked, um, but like, I remember seeing a lot of straight white men very confused and 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 upset that they had to emote um after that episode. It was very interesting,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. well, I mean, you can always come back to talk about other episodes, so yeah, I am just so take, happy that to do take that into consideration, <laughs> <laughs> but um. That that's actually all I have written down. Was there anything else you wanted to go over? I didn't know if to you had like notes. I we, know you're if watching. If we went any
1: further, it would just be trying to evoke the spirit of something, and that's literally impossible to do over an audio format. Yeah, you you have to watch it and and just understand that you know it's one of those things where you can't explain chemistry. You have to see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the show relies entirely. I mean, these are very talented people. Don't get me wrong, but it relies entirely on the chemistry between five people and they form just a gorgeous ecosystem of comedy.
0: Agreed. And like I said, I mean, I only watched this episode from probably the last time I watched it was 2011. So, I haven't watched it in a really long time, and I kind of was like, "Man, this show was really good. I wish I didn't stop watching it um, so it is just one of those shows where like I feel like you watch one episode and you're like kind of hooked. I mean, for some people, it might not be their form of comedy, and they might totally just not be into it, but definitely highly um for those of you listening that's never watched the show i I highly suggest taking taking a you know a quick look at." one episode maybe the one we're talking about or the first episode of the first season whatever floats your boat um but at least check it out especially if you're into to the comedy types of shows because it's definitely one that'll that'll make you laugh
1: yeah after you watch this if you pop over to season 11 episode one that's the sequel to it and it's where they're trying to sell it to a toy company and uh very funny very funny follow-up and it's uh four years later so uh they'll be a little older not not wiser but older and uh (laughs) I got to say, too, like this this show is tied to my years in Delaware County where my house was the party house. And this was this. And unfortunately, Family Guy were always in the background. (laughs) (laughs) One or the other. Yeah. And um,
0: we me me and Kenny, my fiance, love Family Guy. We watch Family Guy all the time.
1: Oh yeah, well we had the first 4 seasons on DVD just constantly playing and then everyone <laughs> would pass out and you just heard the DVD menu over and over and over oh, and over. Oh the worst. All night. That used so to be I the worst.
0: <laughs> I used to when, I didn't have a, a cable box in my room so I used to always this is like this is a secret that no one should really know but I used to Ooh, watch
1: secrets out to the public. I used Yay. to
0: watch Laguna Beach season 1. <laughs>
1: oh snap and
0: <laughs> I'd always wake up at three in the morning to like the menu option playing and it would just be like let the rain fall down like I'd be like what the fuck like hell shut up and I would like turn it off but it just made me think of that when you're like you just hear the music playing it just took me back to my bedroom six years ago when I would just watch Laguna Beach season one before bed every Those single night
1: DVD
0: menus I man. know they get you but All right. Well, that wraps it up for today's episode. Thank you again, Jenny, for coming on the show. um, And thank you everyone for listening. Tune in next week for another episode.